When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Or good afternoon or good evening. Welcome to the kingdom. Ah! Or welcome back. If you are not new here, my name is Adakora. <laughs> Guys, recently I... um. You have to you have to cut me some slack, okay, with like I just I don't know who I am and I'm constantly figuring it out. But I'm also constantly just creating different realities that I want to live in and very soon, you know, one of them will feel right. <laughs> but recently I stood up in my office and I was like, guys, I have an announcement. Nobody call me Karen, everybody call me Adakora. And they were like, ugh, okay. I know they're sick of me. Every day is a new adventure with me in there, seriously. Um, but it's fun. You know, it's fun for them. It's fun for me. But luckily, or thankfully, everyone obliged. And um, they are trying, you know, which is good. But also what has happened is that people just don't talk to me anymore because they don't want to say the wrong name or something and they don't want to have to correct themselves. <laughs> so literally if they don't have to talk to me, they will not talk to me, which is fine. You know, as opposed to first, my name was just so easily mentioned every two seconds, but now <laughs> they just don't talk to me. You don't have to, because they don't want to go through the trouble of saying Adokora, um, which is not even that much trouble at all. But, yeah, interesting, interesting. That's my update for now. And also, I got my email changed, my work email changed from <laughs> Karen to Adakura. So the change is happening. The change is happening, and I don't, I think I feel, I, I, I feel like I feel good about it. The only thing is, like, is it too hard for people to say, but... Honestly, I feel good about it. And I think that it feels better that way, like introducing myself as opposed to people wincing at my name. So it feels better, Um, but it just takes some getting used to, which is fine. So hi, welcome. Welcome to the kingdom with Adokora. And I hope you're well. I am doing very well. I'm going to do my things I'm welcoming and things I'm exiling and in the spirit of what I just said I think the things I'm welcoming is my name change and I really love that a lot of you are embracing it and don't think I'm crazy um (laughs) and it's not really even a name change I didn't change my name I'm just going by my last name which is fine 
So, yeah, things I'm welcoming into the kingdom is Adokora. And I'm just, yeah, it's welcomed now. And Karen is slowly being exiled. Sorry, I love her. She may, may come back one day. You never know with me, seriously. But that's what keeps this fun, right? It's just like, you just never know what I will, what idea I will conjure up next. <laughs> and it makes it exciting. It makes life exciting. Um, but maybe I should stick to something, one thing. Just stick to one thing, right? Anyway, another thing that I'm welcoming, hopefully, is consistency, no matter what it takes. I think I make a lot of excuses for myself. Um, but a lot of these excuses is like, how bad do you want it, you know? Especially when it comes to working out, putting out podcast episodes, taking Instagram pictures. Like, how bad do I want this life that I'm trying to achieve where I only do social media for a living and I'm fit and strong and healthy and also, like, not spending money um, and, like, trying to save and being wise with my finances. Like, how bad do I want all that stuff? And if I'm constantly making excuses for why I didn't work out one day or why I ordered lunch instead of cooking lunch at home or why I didn't upload an episode on time or, you know, all these things. If I'm constantly making excuses for all these things, then I don't want it bad enough. And so I think I am welcoming, not I think, I'm welcoming consistency into the kingdom starting from now. <laughs> and a third thing I'm welcoming is prayer. And that is in line with what this episode is about. It's about prayer. Safe to say that my prayer life has been lacking. Um, and hmm, what are the telltale signs of that? Hmm, let's see. Um, going back on my word and um, falling into temptations. That's one sure sign of it. Another sign is just feeling down on myself, feeling isolated, feeling alone, which are all valid signs, but I mean, they're all valid feelings, but I think that prayer or my lack of prayer has, you know, that's what's kind of kicked all these feelings into gear. And I have been, you know, actually I have some good news. I think I was having a hard time in life for the past two months. Um, it wasn't a smooth sail. It was very, very rough, murky waters, and I was hanging on by a thread. But I saw a video on YouTube, either actually, you know, Instagram or TikTok. I saw a video that said that if you are hanging on by a thread... Let that thread be the thread of Jesus' robe. robe. <laughs> and I think um, I think that's what I have been doing for these past two months, 
was just really clutching onto the thread of his robe, like the end of it, just like really holding on and trying very hard to not slip and, you know. And there are times where I had let go of the thread and just completely fallen deep, deep down and under. And then I had to like be like, (gasps) and like rush and reach for the thread again. And it was just like that. But I have some good news for you guys because I have been victorious. You know, I think God always knows what you need exactly when you need it. And this past week or weekend, I had an encounter. And it wasn't a supernatural encounter. It was just a physical encounter. I had an encounter with like-minded folks, to say the least. And I think God uses people a lot. Um, I don't think I know. God always uses people. The only way God can really reach you sometimes is through another man. So he will use another man to reach you. And I think this past weekend, I really kind of got a glimpse, an insight to what, like, you know, the other side of this dark, murky waters looks like. And um, it's just like when you are around, like, inspiring people, people who think the same as you and also people who see you how God sees you um people who see just see you like for what for the for who God has made you to be and it's very refreshing and it kind of just opened my eyes to like yo There's more out there and I have to go for it. I have to chase it. I don't know. Maybe I just spoke in parables for like (laughs) the past three minutes and you don't even know what I'm talking about. But I think this is why a godly community also is important is because you have people around you that are reflecting God and also reflecting who God has made you to be and just speaking life and also just inspiring, you know in the way they walk and in the way they steward what God has given them. And I hadn't had that. Um, I don't want to say I hadn't had that before because I see that every day in Lucas. But sometimes, like, you know when, like, your boyfriend compliments you and you're like, oh, you're just saying that because you're my boyfriend. <laughs> like you have to say that stuff so it doesn't really hit like same with my family my sister my mom all these things that they tell me it just doesn't like really hit that hard um but when like strangers tell you that for some reason like kind of means more because you're like it, it doesn't mean more but it hits harder because you're like oh you don't have to say any of these things you know I don't think you are being forced to, so it must be true. So, yeah, um, 
I finally feel like I am getting over my hump. And I think God gave me this past weekend to speak to me, to kind of kick me back into gear, to kind of straighten me up, whip me into shape. (laughs) And I thank him for it. I really do. And I'm very grateful that he just loves me enough to, you know, use people to speak to me and that he doesn't just abandon me and that he doesn't just leave me to walk around willy-nilly, like doing nothing. But when he sees that I'm kind of going in circles or I'm kind of falling, that he sends people my way to help me up and that... Yeah, it means a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not being like, I'm being vague about it, but that's on purpose. You'll see later. But, um, yeah, so I'm having a good morning. I woke up at 6 a.m. for the first time in a long time, which means something. I think this is why I feel like I'm victorious is because I had been letting sleep when and what does the bible say about sleep a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands and poverty will snatch you like a thief in the night let me find the verse <laughs> it is a real verse um a little sleep yes this is proverbs 6 10 I think um why is there like okay this is the thing about proverbs there's so many proverbs like verses that say the exact same thing and just like in a different like way um that like you can't even find it (laughs) okay here it is Proverbs 6, verses 9 to 11. How long will you lie there, O slacker? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, in need like a bandit. That verse is scary to me. You know that? Like... I don't know if I've ever read that on the podcast before, but that is a very scary verse because it's like, oh, yeah, you think you're just going to hit the snooze button and sleep for five minutes. You think you're just going to lay there and just like, oh, I wanted to wake up at seven, but now it's seven oh five. So I'll just wake up at seven thirty, the nearest number I can wake up. (laughs) This is legit thoughts that I have. But so many of that little by little and poverty will come upon you like a robber and need like a bandit and let me give you an example of this and this is why this is speaking to me so heavily right now I truly genuinely I do love fashion I love the work that I'm in but genuinely I think that my main purpose or what I want to do in life Well, my purpose is to glorify God, spread his name. That's my one purpose. But 
I think that my main cause of action, my main call is it's this podcast, this it's my channel, it's the brand, it's it's all my creative endeavors, right? And it is every creative's dream to be able to do that for a living. So here's how a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Um, here's how it'll play out, right, for me if I keep doing this, okay? So let's say I come back from work. I'm tired. I'm super tired. But I'm like, ugh. You know, it's Sunday. I need a podcast episode out on Monday. So what do I do? Well, no, I didn't come back from work on <laughs> on Sunday, but let's say Sunday night and I'm tired. Um, and I didn't record a podcast. I didn't record ahead. And I never record ahead. I always record the day of and then post them the day of. But that's also something that I'm changing with this new consistency. Here's Here's how it goes. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I'll just record the podcast Monday morning. Monday morning, my alarm rings at 5 a.m. It's like, hello, wake up and, you know, get ready and record the podcast. I'm like, oh, it's 5. It's too early. I am going to wake up at 6. And then at 6, I say, oh, it's too early, 6.30. So then I wake up at 6.30 and I do my morning routine by the time I finish my morning routine it's 7 30 and I'm like oh no I have to get ready for work and then I spend all time getting ready for work and I'm like ah there's no way I can record a podcast and edit it and post it right now like I just have no time I'll do it when I come back from work so then Monday goes by no podcast for me Monday evening I come home I said oh I was going to do my podcast today but I am so tired and I'll just do it tomorrow because I didn't even post it on Monday anyways. So what's one more day, you know? And then it's just always what's one more day? What's one more day? What's one more? What's 30 minutes more sleep? What's getting into bed early? Like what's one more of that? And then and then I'm not consistent with the podcast. And then because I'm not consistent with the podcast, I don't grow. I stay stagnant. Um, I'm not putting in much effort and I'm just kind of like, you know, doing it halfway, not putting fully diving in because I feel like I'm too tired to or something. And then and then because I'm trying to pursue this career as like my main means of living, but I'm not growing, I'm not seeing any fruit in it. So then I still just have to keep going back to work and working, working, working and then only doing the podcast just whenever I feel like it. When am I ever going to make that transition into doing social media full time? Like at this rate, it just will not happen for me because I'm not serious about it. And that's the thing with consistency um, a friend said over the weekend, they said that being consistent is the most important thing because you can be nice, but if you're not consistently nice, 
then you're not a nice person. You can be kind, but if you're not consistently kind, you're not a kind person. You can be great, but if you're not consistently great, you're not a great person. So consistency is the most important thing. And when he said that, it was like, whoa, that is so true because I can post a good podcast episode. But if I'm not consistently posting good podcast episodes, this is not a good podcast, <laughs> you know, because I'm not consistent with it. And and then I'm stuck in like this cycle of wanting a life, wanting to make a career out of this, but not really putting in the work to do it. And it's just it's just not going to happen for me if I don't be serious about it. And I think that is just kind of like the wake up call that I needed. I was stuck in a, like a haze and I feel like now I can kind of see the light again. I can I see a way I see a way to the breakthrough. I see a way out <laughs> of this cycle um, that I'm in. Like I just finally see a way like I see a way now I do. And at first I didn't for this past, you know, ever since I moved to New York City um, and started working, I haven't seen a way. I was just like, yo, I'm going to be stuck in this forever, (laughs) stuck in this like mentality or cycle or inconsistency, just going to be stuck. I'm just going to be stuck. And it's not the case. And I... I finally see a way out. And not only that, but my prayer life, I feel like, is on the rise again. Because, you know, I woke up early for the first time. And I feel like that is just like, I woke up early for the first time. I don't think you guys understand. I usually wake up at 7, which might be early. But, like, you know... In my ideal life, I would love to wake up at six, the latest, you know? So, you know, I just have been sleeping in and it's been throwing everything off. And and another thing that I also heard yesterday was that, like, when you are not confident about something when you have low self-esteem, when you feel weak and stuff, it's because you don't show up for yourself. And I haven't been showing up for myself. I haven't been showing up for you guys listening. And I haven't been showing up for myself. And when you don't show up for yourself, nobody takes you seriously because you don't even take yourself seriously. Like if you were supposed to hang out with somebody at Monday, 10 a.m. And they say, you know, Monday, 10 a.m. we will hang out every single Monday and I and the person (laughs) me trying to speak hypothetically and then just putting I in it but like the person that you're supposed to meet up with they ghost you they say nothing they no word from them Monday comes around Tuesday comes around then Wednesday they hit you up and they say hey oh, let's hang out. And you're like, uh, I was expecting you on Monday. And they do this every single week. Some weeks, they just won't even show up at all and just skip one Monday and just be like, hey, it's me again on the next Monday. 
and and then slowly you lose trust for the person you lose trust and you lose respect and the only way to respect yourself or the one of the ways to really have respect for yourself is doing the things that you said you would and keeping your word being consistent with your word being a man or a woman of their word and giving people you know no room to doubt or disrespect maybe i don't know if that's the word but kind of like you want people to take you seriously and in order to for people to take you seriously you have to take yourself seriously as well and this goes for anything like if you want to start waking up early and you're like okay tomorrow i'll wake up early tomorrow i'll wake up early tomorrow i'll wake up early and you just don't wake up early like you know that's just you're not taking yourself seriously and you and let's say if it's the gym that you want to go to and you go one day and then you skip two weeks and then you go for two days then a week you're back and then you skip a week and it's just like nobody's taking you seriously especially maybe if you're like going to the gym with a friend and they're always going and they're asking you like oh well i'll be there i'll be there i'll be there and then you're never showing up they're never gonna believe that you actually want to (laughs) get fit so that's that's on consistency but i think the main thing that i wanted to talk about this episode was prayer and the importance of it I feel like, you know, like I said early in this podcast, that my prayer life was really on the downfall. It was it was just lacking. And I really was trying really hard to squeeze in a little prayer here and there. But I think sometimes we overcomplicate prayer. And um, I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes I I feel like I need to be in a certain environment to pray or I need to pray a certain way. I need to pray for however long. So then when I'm like, oh, I don't have time to pray or there's too many people around or I can't pray right now for whatever reason, it's mostly because I'm complicating prayer. Prayer is honestly just talking to God, right? So... For some reason, it's easier said than done. And it makes no sense because I was just going through it, really going through it these past couple of days. No, not past couple of days, past couple of weeks, months. And it didn't make sense to me because I'm like, okay, God, I prayed to be in, I prayed to be in New York City. I prayed for a fashion job in New York City. You gave me a great apartment. You gave me a great job. You know, you, you, so you've given me all the, I'm living in answered prayers. Long story short, I'm living in answered prayers. But why do I feel so bad? Like, what's wrong, you know? And there were a lot of things bothering me, like friendships, work, um, just things that I felt like I couldn't figure out on my own. And I wasn't praying about them. I was just kind of wallowing <laughs> in pity 
and trying to find other means to soothe myself or comfort myself. And there's so many things you can do in, in situations like that. You start listening to motivational podcasts and you start reading all these self-help books and memoirs trying to give you a sense of direction a clarity something to do nothing compares to prayer i i being so serious nothing compares to prayer nothing nothing compares to prayer and we don't have to overcomplicate prayer we don't it's really just sitting there and being like hey God, this is how I feel. And I feel like sometimes I do that, but I do that like, and also, here's also why. I didn't even finish my thought. Anyway, I was going to say, I feel like I do that sometimes, but I don't do it enough. And I don't do it whenever I'm feeling bad. And the only way to really cultivate a prayer life is doing it consistently. Like, yeah, you pray, but do you pray consistently? Because if you don't pray consistently, then you're not a prayerful person and we are supposed to go to God with everything. And I think one of the reasons why prayer also becomes complicated is because we think that we can't pray about some things. Like sometimes some things will be too small or trivial or maybe even jovial that we think that it doesn't need a prayer, you know, that like, there's another solution. It's praying isn't the solution for this one. This one, I just need to go and talk to that person, blah, 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 and figure it out. But maybe we need prayer to give us the strength to go talk to that person, you know? So sometimes we think things, things in our lives don't need prayer, and they do. Like, almost all things do. Another reason why I think prayer is complicated is because we feel like when we have to pray, we have to only thank God for things. Like sometimes I be wanting to complain about something to God and then I start feeling ungrateful. And then I'm like, no, like I can't really be complaining right now. Let me just thank God instead. And that works sometimes, but then you still have the feeling of whatever you were upset about come later on. And it's because you didn't give it to God, you know? And there's a verse that I stumbled upon that I'm going to leave you with today. And it is James 5 verses 13. And it says, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. And what does affliction mean? When you Google the definition of affliction. Is affliction is something that causes pain or suffering pain or suffering and to be afflicted or to be to be afflicted is to have pain trouble or suffering imposed on you that's when you're afflicted is that you're going through something basically you're just you're just going through it. That's affliction. And the Bible says, is any man going through it? <laughs> Let him pray. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. And it's just that simple. Like literally 
any reason at all, any reason that causes you discomfort, causes you, you know, a bit of pain, whether it's emotional, physical, anything, any pain or suffering or trouble, as small or as big as it is, God wants you to talk to him. He says, talk to him. And if you don't give it to him, he has no he has no control over it. Like, you have to give it to him first. And sometimes I think we want God to step in, step in without, like, giving anything to him. We just want him to automatically step in. But first, we have to do the work. And Joshua Solomon said in a, in a sermon I was listening to yesterday, <laughs> whenever we listen whenever lucas and i listen to sermons we um <laughs> or whenever we listen to joshua salmon instead of us saying like we listened to a salmon sermon we just say we listened to a salmon like oh i was listening to a salmon today <laughs> and it's become our little inside joke because he is the only person we really regularly watch sermons by so we're always like oh yeah i was listening to a sermon yesterday and <laughs> blah, blah blah so i'm gonna it's gonna be our inside joke as well i was listening i was listening i was listening to a sermon yesterday and he said that god is committed he's able to keep that which is committed to him he is able to keep that which is committed to him. If you commit something to him, he is able to keep it. He is able to hold it. He is able to guide you through it if you commit it to him. And it reminds me of the song, Cast your burdens unto Jesus, for he cares for you. <laughs> All my African Pentecostals know that song. But yeah. Like, he really will hold whatever it is. Just give it to him. Sometimes sometimes we feel like, oh, just going through it in itself is us giving it to God. But it's not. He wants you to come and say, hey, this is what's happening. And we miss that. I've missed that. I haven't done that in a while because I felt like I was I needed to pray a certain way and I needed to only say certain things. But. God already knows what's going on, right? So there's nothing you can hide from him. And you may be thinking, well, if he knows what's going on, why do I have to give it to him? I don't know. It's just it's just an act, okay? It's an act of faith when you say, hey, I know that you can handle this. And I know that you can help me through this. And we exhaust ourselves trying to find other solutions when really the only person who can solve it is God and I think that you know sometimes we get into wishful thinking and we're like oh I hope this happens or I wish this happens or like I really need this like I just hope it happens but you have to pray you have to tell God you have to ask okay and then I'm going to also leave you with one last verse, and it is Matthew eleven twenty eight, And it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, 
and I will give you rest. So, yeah, I want you to, after listening to this podcast, if there's anything that you're going through right now, what as small as it is or as big as it is, sometimes it's so small that you, you're like, why would God even care about this? And sometimes it's so big that you're like, how can God even do this? Like, it seems impossible. But I want you to, after listening to this, just look up, you know. You don't have to physically look up, but, like, turn your attention to God. Imagine he's standing next to you. And just start talking be like, hey, like, this has been really hard for me. You know, and maybe if you're in a public setting or something, you just say it in your head. Like, I just really want you to start talking to him, like, as if you pulled him aside as a friend and be like, hey, here's what's going on. Like, how can you help me? Do it. And sometimes it will feel weird because it's not the standard way of praying or the standard formula of praying that you think prayer should look like. But true, genuine, earnest prayer is just pouring your heart out and just being like, hey, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And I have actually witnessed many countless times um, how he has heard my prayer and he has answered me and he continues to answer me. And sometimes I forget that he can answer me. So then I keep things to myself and I go through things and I, and I'm afflicted and I'm wounded and, and I don't go to him because I forgot that he is able to hear and listen. I love you. (laughs) God loves you. He's ready to hear whatever it is that is on your heart. So speak to him. Just speak to him. Thank you for listening. I love you. I said that already. But I'll say it again. I will speak to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.